fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Roundtable. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is Amy Radowski. She's hey. all about friendship. Oh, wow. Well, well. From a comp, I did. Oh, I think I want it too. Well, there you go. So, yeah. It actually looks like a pretty blue sky, which we do yeah. not have here in Ohio. We do not. It's very rainy and yucky today. It's kind of yuck. For so sure. at least your shirt is brightening my day. Oh, I thought it would be my smile. Oh, that too. And you're wearing makeup and everything because you have friends from out of town? Yep, I did. I went out to lunch um, with some girlfriends from high school. So that was that was fun to hang out and, and do all that. And then, yeah, I was racing back here because I, I coach this morning and I'm coaching this evening. So people won't recognize me at the gym this afternoon because I'm wearing my makeup. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, you know what makes me happy? Charlie got us the Midnight Cherry C4. Yep. And uh, it makes me very happy. Yeah. Well, I'm so. actually rehydrating with my um, Extend Rehydration Sticks. Right here. Yeah, did, you have a, did you work out this morning? I did. I did. It was testing one rep max snatch. And let's talk about that for a second. I did Snappy. not. I saw, yeah. I saw a video. Yep. Look, look. I, I did not PR my weight, um, but I definitely PR'd my form. I definitely, definitely PRing that because like when it started to feel bad, I was like, just stop. And I need to hit three reps at this weight really good before I'll even allow myself to mm -hmm. add any more weight. And so I did. So you got to see one of the snappy ones. So then I let myself add a little bit more weight. So well, I just got to say, you know, I've, I was there on day one of your CrossFit career. You were. It has, your snatch has come light years from where it was to where it is now. Um, yeah. You were so quick into the bottom and the catch now compared to what you used to be. You were it, very it, much a catch high and ride it down. And now and you're also, catching it deep yeah. in the squat. And also I'm hitting my pockets. I never did that before. I know, arms straight, not bent. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a whole new Amy. I know. It's like you can actually, if you um, just stop worrying about going so fast and just like slow down, you know, this is how I know I'm maturing as an athlete. So I I, I did that to uh, pump you up. Thank you. And Thank then you. I wanted to talk about that you're back to muscle up progressions. Okay. Leah, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the deal. We reached out my coach that's been helping me here, um, has said, listen, we've been trying everything. Why don't you reach out to one of your CrossFit people? So I sent my muscle videos to Justin Kotler and said, can you give me some tips? We're at a loss of where to go. And he said, um, 
you know, you really should do more strict stuff. So the last three or four sessions we work every Sunday, um, we've totally been focusing on strict strength. And then like the last 10 minutes of our session, we just go into doing like some, some, maybe some kipping attempts, but we're most, we're not even really working on kipping. So it, that's more so just at the end, but listen, I'm working on it. The montage video that I'll be able to make when this is all done is going to be amazing. It's going to be so inspirational. You'll probably go over the video limit of how much you can put in one it's, video. It's possible. It's possible, but, but it will be a montage to the hard work I've been working on. And yes, Corey, I think that he would say I have a nice snatch. I, I think I already did. Yeah, he did say. So as, as your long-term friend and, and sometimes coach, yeah. yeah, I really think it's just your turnover. Yeah, it is, but I'm lacking um, lack um, any of the strength. I don't think you're lacking any of that. I think you have a fear to go from here to here. There's, there's a, a lacking of strength component where just, just like this little part right here. And getting over top of it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you look at my strict ones, my strict are getting way better. Okay. So I'm hoping we don't have to wait to the open for another shot. You guys, do you think they could possibly move the season? No. Okay, good. Not this year. I think they tried it and realized there is a correlation with people coming to affiliates in January and doing the open in February. You're right. You're right. They're, they found, I think by moving it to the fall, the one year they learned that that is not a good idea. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And when they kept messing with things and now we're, we're finally back to some semblance of what we were before we made that change let's not mess that up again. Um, now, could they move like where the games are? Could they move like that part of the season? Sure. I, but I don't think, I don't think they could move the open uh, without adverse effect. Okay. I agree, Corey. I can't handle two opens in one year anymore. Yeah. it. <clears throat> that's my personal opinion. I mean, I don't have any facts to back it up other than what I said that it was a total disaster the last time they tried it. So mm -hmm. I hope, I pray to God they don't do that again. Um, did you work out today? I did not. Are you I going to work out? I'm recovery. Okay. So where I'm at now is like everything is pretty good. Do our listeners Except even know? Huh? Do our listeners know? So I think I said it last week that I came back from Madison with that thing that can get us demonetized. Yep. Uh, begins with a C. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, then my wife got it. And it was she the thing I brought home from Mexico. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so I've been blaming you for a week. Just so you know. Okay. Wow. Well, we weren't <laughs> together when I was contagious but okay i know okay I know. and other people have 
reported to me that they have returned from Madison with the same thing. So ah. not in our, not in our yeah. group, yeah. but like yeah. externally from us. I think it's just, so, I think it's going around, just going around again in general, like a, my, a pretty mild variant. So uh, my wife got it. It really knocked her out. Mm -hmm. um, so like I've been cooking and doing stuff like that through all this. And, but the big thing is right now, when I get up from my chair, like I get, I'm still a little woozy. Yeah. yeah. Um, like and I think like today's like the last day I'm hoping. And then tomorrow I can get back to just normal functionality of everything. <clears throat> my voice is a little bit weak. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like all in all honesty, I'm coughing less now. I, my sinuses are better than they were for six months prior to this. Um, I actually can smell again, which I couldn't do before. Um, so maybe this righted or wrong. Um, well, but I had to go through like this week to, to get through it. And for our listeners to know, though, it does seem to be that every time we go to the games, you end up getting sick. And I, I think it's for a couple of reasons. I mean, it could just be one, just the travel, you're around different types of people. But I think it's also just because it's constant working, you know? It, I think that's, I, I don't, I, what, get six hours sleep tops? Right, yeah. A night? Yeah. Um, and it is, it is, it's just constant working. You're, and you're constantly thinking about things. It's mentally draining. Yeah. And I, and I know that adds just as much fatigue than physical. Mm -hmm. Not to mention you're moving all over yeah. the campus. That's what different I mean. Times and, yeah. So, yeah, Corey, I think I got a hard reset. Uh, but here's the other thing I will tell you that I noticed. So, like, when I was coming back and recovering, like, I felt better. And so I worked out and I hit it like I normally would because my energy felt good. And then I took a look at my heart rate during my workout and I got up to 197. So clearly my body was still working, working through the virus. So I had to dial it back, a, a, you know, a little bit just so I could make sure I was fully recovered. So watch that yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh... So the one thing I think I forgot my watch charger in. Madison. Shut up. No. It's, it's either that or I told you someone broke into my car. Did I tell you that last no. week? No. No. Where? In our at our driveway. Shut up. Someone broke into our both Julie and I's car and stole all the change and oh, everything out of it. Um, nothing else. Like my good sunglasses were still there, but like they may have taken the charger. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Anyway, but, I had, I had, I'm getting it on Amazon, but it's going to be a day or two. Yeah, that's sad. That what about? Did they break um, into your windows? Like break your windows or what? Apparently, like in the it was the day after I got back. Okay. So I think in the hustle and bustle of like unloading the car, you didn't like lie. I just didn't get the car locked. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, in some sense, that's good because that you don't have broken windows. Nope. And they didn't really take much. They took like, yeah. I think I had a dollar bill and maybe 50 cents and change. Mm -hmm. it, would, it wasn't worth the gamble for them, truly. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a, a weird and wild Hi, week. Hi, Jody. I like that. The sea crew. Mm -hmm. Sea crew. Um, so, I have a couple CrossFit-related items that, that one that you brought up to us um, in a text over the weekend, and that oh, okay. is that, that Justin and Ellie spoke. Yeah. Did a very, very heartfelt video about what went down um, at the games. And I'm very, very revealing. And with, yeah. with all of like the Haley and the Mal and, the, you know, we forget that Justin is in his early 20s. Mm -hmm. um, Ellie is a very young athlete as well. And apparently she's she's got some big story about to come out too, it sounds like. It, yeah, that she's now comfortable to share. Yeah. We're going to be sharing that over the next few months. But Justin talked about the pressure going into the games um, of having to repeat and how he just didn't feel right from after quarterfinals. He didn't feel right from that point forward. And he couldn't put his finger on what it was. He was feeling the pressure of everything. Felt like it was a big mental thing. Um, and then he gets there and the games start in a very bad way with the bike accidents and the, and all of that stuff on top of it. And I think it was just the snowball that rolled. Well, and he even said he felt like a rookie with his nerves, even before the first event, it, like he threw up before the first event. He even said at semifinals, he felt bad. He felt yeah. off that way. And and if you look at that, like I, I totally get that pressure. Um, like I totally get, believe that because if you look at the pre his predecessors, you know you've got Matt Fraser with five times in a row, right? You've got uh, Tia who was you know six times in a row, and it, plus other podiums, and then Rich with four. Like that is a lot of pressure to come in feeling like you have to perform that. Like it's expected that you're going to do that. Well, you know, being a fan of all sports, you hear that all the time that like the champion, the pressure on someone coming back as a champion mm -hmm. is much greater than the chase. Yeah. To get yeah. There, right. So to hold on to it. And, um, and that even when you are defending, it's more of a relief when you win than it is joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's just crazy. And that's why I think Chandler Smith had a much better time at the games because I think he was back to having fun. Yeah. In all fairness, he wasn't a two-time games champion coming no. back. Either. Yeah. I'm just talking about like just, just the pressure and when you yeah, totally agree with that, but I'm just talking about the, the, the pressure and, and, and that aspect of like, when when it becomes not fun anymore, then then it's like let's revisit why are why are we doing this? You know, well you're a professional athlete, but I still think even with, when it is a profession, like if if it's not fulfilling and causing you more stress, then what what is it worth? Elise uh, jumps in. He alluded toward not doing off season comps, which I think would be a good idea. Uh I think that is up to each individual athlete. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes they have to burn off those nerves and burn off that energy 
in some way. And so I think that that is an individual choice. And if he thinks that's the right move, then that's what he needs to do. But he also alluded to spending a few months in Australia mm-hmm. uh, with Ellie's family. And maybe, maybe that's what he wanted, just some time away, right? Mm-hmm. In a different environment, just take it up a little bit and kind of get outside of your own head. A lot of times when, when you're training in your own garage and you live and you train in the same place, all that you have around you is you and, and for him, Ellie, um, and your own head. And maybe you just need to get outside of that for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, Corey jumps in with, uh, the guy chasing has nothing to lose. Totally correct. And then he said, uh, man, I feel, felt bad for Ellie. She looked broken. Mm-hmm. Someone who's had a bad back injury, like those are the worst. But going, thinking back to it, thinking of her and, and what Justin said, how they both, you know, independently talked about how, how great they felt about the CrossFit community because they felt like they were supported and liked regardless of how they were doing. Yeah. That I thought that was very telling as well. Mm-hmm. I think that when you're the champion, you, that's also the time where people take their shots. I, I totally agree. And that's why I was surprised that he said that, but maybe, you know, he's focusing on the, the positive as that, but, but I would, I would tend to think that there would be a lot of negative. Right. And the fact that he had, that he was even questioning that when like those of us in the space, like Justin's talked about all the time mm-hmm. in, in a, in very high regards, mm-hmm. like if I, and I am one that has not been the biggest fan of Justin's, I have taken my, not, they're not, it, they're not personal shots at him. They're just analyzing him as an athlete. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have not been favorable in all cases. Um, but every time I'm around people, they defend him to me, like that I'm being stupid for saying what I'm saying. Um, he has so many defenders and it, it was very telling. I put together a video that Jamie did, uh, where she ran the community 5k interviewing yeah, people yeah. afterwards. And almost every one of them said they were there to see Justin. Yeah. So that's, that's very telling. Um, and it's, but you and I have had our own mental health battles. And I know that when you're inside that thing, you, you can't always see the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm, it sounded like that, that they were going to be followed throughout this next season now. It sounded like there was, this was going to be an ongoing project. I believe that's true, but I think they're, they're going to be doing it. Okay. So I I think they are going to vlog it themselves. Mm. Now my guess is they probably have an editor, someone Mm. to put it together and produce it, but I think they're going to carry the camera and uh, do it themselves. Well, it's definitely sounding very serious between the two of them. Yes. Very. Uh, Corey says he probably had a share of haters during and after the games, but he chose to see the positive and that shows where his heart is at. There's Charles. What? What's up, brother? What's up? What's up? Of course, I come in when Corey's bumping his gums. I know. 
He's been waiting for you. He's you been here the whole time. Did you say he's been human? Did you say with the twang? No. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Fritz what coming in I hot. <laughs> and he comes in. What up, Chuck? Is that how it's supposed to Charlie, yeah, you did go. you work out today? No. There's still you time. To, you, I'm, I'm going to be here. I'm coaching 415, 530. Oh, okay. Come on in. I'll coach you up. I am kind of bummed I didn't do the workout at Polaris today. Because they did awful. the game workout. It's, it's their version of the pig chip, pig chip, flip chipper, pig flip yeah. chipper. Only they subs the pig flip with clean and jerks. Yeah. I'd rather flip a tire. I don't think they have tires there. Mm. They do well, have I a mean, pig. It's gross today, but I'm just saying in general. Um. So, yeah. So, the other thing I had on... I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was announced, I think yesterday, that CrossFit.com is going to rotate in guest guest programmers, and it starts with two weeks of programming by Dave Castro. Yeah. He actually put out a video on CrossFit's YouTube page about kind of the thought process behind it Mm -hmm. and, and what's what's cool about it is he said he want he thinks that you should do micro retesting. And so he's going to do that in his two weeks. Oh, a lot of people will retest like months down the road or a year down the road. But he said there's value in micro retesting if you do it within two weeks. So he has a workout. I think it's 10 rounds. Of 200 meter run and some muscle ups, like three muscle ups. Mm. You can go. You can go to the CrossFit YouTube page and see this in its entirety. Um, and then he, it's going to open. That's going to be the first workout of his programming, and it'll again be the workout at the end of the two weeks, so you can retest it. Mm, that this is a good point that um, Trish makes. Trish or. Okay, Trish. Yeah, yeah. What about during the open when you retest within days? I mean, that's a micro test. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't do that anymore. Sometimes I do, depending. But that is an opportunity. Yeah, and function with. I don't know if I'm too much a fan of two week rotation. I think if you're going to do that, then it should be at least four weeks or for a full month. So in his video on YouTube, Lex. He doesn't say that it's just going to be two weeks for everybody. Um, it may be just that Histon is two weeks, uh, it, but he said it will vary. And names he threw out there were like Tia, Rich, um, some other seminar staff, um, people like that. But, um, but in no, and I never heard, unless, correct me if I'm wrong, I never heard them say that these stints for everybody will be two weeks. So it could be a varying amount of time. Mm. Um, 
Judy asked who does the programming for shred. So um, one of our coaches kind of like over, we do mayhem programming, but one of our coaches kind of is, is in charge of kind of looking at that and maybe making some minor tweaks here and there. Like, especially we're, we're off of a week of mayhem, but we do that kind of um, purposefully. Um, but that's, we do mayhem. Me personally, I do about six yeah. or seven different ones. Yeah, Charlie starts day one of about six or seven different ones in the back corner here at Shred CrossFit. And then we have a heart to heart about every couple of weeks where I say just be consistent and stick to the programming we offer. And then that lasts and sticks until he gets another motivation to try six or seven new programs. Because I'm really micro dosing. <laughs> micro dosing, micro testing. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, so Lex says, man, next week. Mm -hmm. Lex says, man, those people have their own programming. Just keep .com true to what it is. I think they're just trying new things, Lex. And, and I applaud them for that. I, my guess is that the site visits to .com have been down and they're just trying to find a way to peak interest back in that. Um, and I think, and it's, this does not necessarily mean it's going to be a permanent thing. Uh, Dave says that in the video on the CrossFit YouTube page. And so I think it's just um, a thing they're trying to see if they can pick some back onto.com. They call it an audit. Yeah. Audit. When you audit a college class. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think this was a shot at Charlie, um, at Judy, Joe does. And then he comes back with Joe mama. Joe mama. Oh, oh, I see. So Charlie's just auditing the programming. What? Or are you talking about Dave Castro? Okay. I think he's talking about Charlie just auditing it. Um, Lex says, I find their cap programming to be apt to better anyways. So Lex, what programming do you do? Because don't you and Carolyn do your own programming? Um, and do you, do you, um, I don't know, do you sell it? Do you share it with others? I know you put it out on Instagram quite a bit. I have some non-CrossFit news to share when we're done talking CrossFit. Lex says, Trish, I'm not, talk I'm not talking about Dave. I'm referring to the Tia and Matt and others coming in. They don't need all that. And Trish agrees with that. Kenneth was referring to Charlie auditing all the programs, looking for the right fit. It's like Goldilocks and the three bears just has to find the right. Right. And it might be orange theory. Really okay. Knows. It's not. Yeah. You'll never beat Corey at or when you go to orange theory. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's talk about this other thing. You guys got knows this. What? Perfect segue. Okay, perfect segue. We're done talking about CrossFit. All right, guys, Charlie, you don't even know this yet, but this is this is some big news. This Amy is going to do something. 
Amy is going to become ordained and I'm going to officiate a wedding. What? Yep. It turns out they even have something like you can get ordained online by the Church of Bacon. But like our friend, friend Bacon. Well, I, it might be. I know a lot of people who might go to that church. <laughs> <laughs> but yep, I uh, was asked to um, officiate a wedding, so I will be going through the process. It's possible. It might happen, Trish. That might happen. Lord, you and Ron out. will be the first to know once I get that. We can have an ordination party for me here. Okay. I'm really hoping I can get ordained by the Ministry of Magic. <laughs> and then, then I could use a wand as I'm performing. I think she wants to be ordained in the Church of Khan. Uh, Trish church. says, I ordain you in the Church of Trish. Wait. I like what Charlie just said better. <laughs> the Church of Con. Trish is just trying to get her first disciples. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is awesome. The Church of Con. The Church of Con. We can make that happen, I think. So that's my big news, guys. So I will I'll keep you guys updated when that is and when we can start celebrating. Uh, Corey says, why does nobody ever mention the fact that there were three bears with a house, beds, and prepared food? Like, who gives a shit if it was too hot? They cooked porridge. <laughs> Without thumbs. Without thumbs. <laughs> and, yeah. Mm -hmm. They had a full-on house with, like, rocking chairs and beds and all kinds of stuff. Uh, Trish will have to send you your certificate and free Corningware plate. That would be wonderful because then I can use that for my potlucks all the time. Your vestment will come from Talbot's. Oh, that's great. Uh, Judy Reed, Reed says Trish is greater than Con. And Trish says you will be baptized in Kentucky bourbon. Wait, no, just Kentucky. Oh, okay. That's, that, this is good. I like where we're going with this. Oh, Trish is the best. Yes. Um, so the last thing I wanted, and it's not CrossFit, is because I've been sick and down and out and uh, watching stupid TV, finally caught the Wham! documentary. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, please go on. <laughs> did you it's, cry? I put, in, I put in a dangle earring just for you, Amy. But did in you cry? In memory of George Michael. Uh, I did not cry, but it, it took a turn. It's not what I expected at all. Okay. Everybody okay. in the world should have a friend like Andrew Ridgely. That's mm -hmm. what I learned in this documentary. That dude had every right to be jealous to be, to want more. Um, and when he saw that his friend became way more talented than he was, he basically just stepped aside. 
Sorry. 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 You there? Yeah. Okay. My phone was ringing. So I was like, my sound got off for a second. So when George Michael became this superstar and was like, it was just discovered that he was way more talented than Andrew because Andrew was the original songwriter for Wham. And, um, and then George started writing songs and they got, they were so much better than what he was writing that he knew that Andrew knew that his time was done hanging out with his, and they were best friends from the time they were 11 and 12. And, and he just basically said, I know my friend is better. And, and that I need to step aside because he needs to go do what he needs to go do. So he took a different route than Marty Jannetty. <laughs> yes. You yeah. should have learned. Lex, don't tell me that. You know who George Michael is. It was his first band. So this but, is going to show how um, this, this is going to paint very perfectly about our personalities. Because I also watched a documentary yesterday. And it was not about murder. It was, it could have been, uh, it was Johnny football. I have no interest to watch that at all. I actually found it to be pretty interesting because I think he got a lot of, a lot of, you know, shit for a lot of things. But I also think he never, mm. I it changed my perspective a little bit of him because he never changed who he was. He like was he always was always a rich kid. Yeah. Well, he was always just like, I think he was, was just, yeah, just always this guy that, you know, didn't ask for this limelight and I don't know. Uh, it was interesting. Leave it to Cleveland to just be like, yeah, we'll do, we'll, we'll take it. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> Chris <laughs> Field, welcome to the show. Uh, Andrew was hot. He was. He was kind of this dashing young guy and he was, he, he took advantage of the fame and the playboy part of Wham. Um, even though he wasn't an integral part of the songwriting anymore, he definitely lived the little bit of uh, life he had there with them. So, yeah, so, so Johnny football, Never changed who he was. He was always that guy. Yeah. I mean, I thought it, it's not. It's not too long. I think it's worth a watch. Charlie, you seen it? No, I have not. I think you should watch it. I think you should review it for your little special show that the two of you have. How dare you? Um, Trish said he emboldened A and M fans. That's a sin in the church of Trish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Trish would make t-shirts because he looks like an elf. This reminds me of when I went to Portland, Oregon one time, I visited the 24-hour Church of Elvis. And it was like the best t-shirt I've ever seen. And I just, I think like Trish could totally make some kind of cool t-shirt about this, this new um, ministry that she and Ron are starting. That would be great. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Trish. Please. <laughs> uh, I can crochet a little top for you, sweetie. 
That would be wonderful. Uh, so, Jody, I don't know what the deepest breath is. Is that the George? My I've seen the George Michael documentary twice, which is amazing. Um, it's better than the Wham one by far. Um, and then I just watched the Wham one on Netflix this weekend. When's Millie Vanilli getting there? That's what I want to know. I told you about Millie Vanilli. That was my first well, concert ever. And you can't even oh. count it as a concert. Right. I, know. I tried to save my Ticketmaster tickets to see if I could get a refund. Uh, so it's nothing to do with Wham. Okay, Jody, I'll look it up. Deep, the deepest breath. All right. Uh, right now, I am working my way through Arnold because okay. two dudes are counting down this week. Two dudes. Top five Arnold movies of all time. Hmm. So we will... I'm in. I'm into Jody. I may have to take some Dramamine to watch that, Jody. I'll, I'll get anxious, but I'll watch it. Um, so, yeah, Charlie and I are counting down the top five Arnold movies of all time. Uh, and we will take me to the chopper. <laughs> I'm keeping my mouth shut this time. <laughs> Just just making the thumbnail, I forgot about like five movies that already moved into my top five. Like everything's bouncing around. He doesn't he doesn't miss. He does not miss. Last action hero. Okay. Once, once he it's, missed. It's still it's got quality. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> My vaping habit does not allow me to free dive anymore. <laughs> She's too busy blowing clouds. Haven't you seen those commercials? Stop smoking, Trish. Gosh. She likes the metal in her system. What? So the metal. Oh, yeah. So Kenneth says lots of shows scheduled this week. Just to give you a quick rundown of what's available, what's coming. Uh, it is tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. is Ariel Lowen, podium finisher, third fittest woman in the world. Then tomorrow night is the weight loss show at 5 p.m. Uh, then we follow that up Wednesday at 11.30 a.m. with Mikey. And I think it's Withouse. It might be Withouse. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out when we when I meet him and talk to him in person. He is the world's fittest short-statured athlete um, who got screwed. Excuse me? Born. Do not read that. Do not read that out loud. Do not read that out loud. We will be demonetized. And just so you guys know, when we say demonetized, we don't make that much money per episode. So I'm cool with like not making the money. It's that we go outside the algorithm of YouTube and then we our episode doesn't even get pushed. So that's the part that's the bad thing. Um, Thanks, Corey. And then, Thanks, Corey. So yeah, Mikey Vithaus, 
Wednesday at 1130 a.m. Short statured champion uh, who basically got screwed at the award ceremony um, at the CrossFit Games. We're going to talk to him about that and what that means. Then Thursday night CrossFit talk. We're going to talk about the games hangover competition going on in Wisconsin at CrossFit Funky. I didn't even know that was a thing. But Jeremy Eats World, uh, that's, I think, his gym. And then um, Jess is going to be on as a guest host, and she's going to pull up pictures that she took during the games, and we're just going to tell stories based on the pictures that she's pulling up, um, highlighting her week in the media pit and all the pictures she got. And then Friday, four-time CrossFit Games, not four-time, four-time CrossFit Games champion Jason Grubb is going to be on Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. And Carolyn says, glad you're bringing him on. I read his post and she's talking about, uh, she's talking about Mikey Vithaus. Yeah. Um, yeah. I read his post on Thursday night CrossFit talk. Um, they, and just to give you a brief recap, he showed up, he flew in. They did not get to compete at the games. He flew in for the award ceremony CrossFit did not even have like the champion shirts for those athletes that say like fittest on earth one fittest on earth two. Um, they just gave them generic CrossFit shirts uh, to take the podium with. Um, they couldn't, they didn't get anything extra other than the medal and they had to fly in and then it was not broadcast. So his family didn't get to see him get his medal um, at the CrossFit games. So we're going to talk to him. Uh, Wednesday morning, 1130, about all of that. And Thank you, Trish. Thank you, Trish, for your tithe. Are you tithing to your own church? <laughs> just just curious. Ooh, ooh. Sorry, just noticed. Oh, Grub is the target. Corey, whoa. Let's go. Wow. Okay, I will clip this, Corey, and show this to him. Yep. Um, that's a that's a good stepping stone for Corey before he gets to me. You work yeah, with that's a good work idea. on getting a grab. I mean, the only reason why you didn't go this year, Charlie, was because of your hip replacement surgery, and you just needed that's exactly right. your recovery. But you're you're already ready. Yep. And Trish says, "Yeah, that's a write off because it's to her own church." Great. Great. <laughs> um, and so, then I need to get Lana on. Lana Marcine was at the game. She was covering the 60 plus division um, of the master's athletes. And she is on a campaign to get the 65 to 69, 70 to 74, 75 to 79, their own leaderboard. She's not asking for a spot at the games. She's not asking for anything like that, but th there's nothing to shoot for without a leaderboard to see where you stand. And so she is just wanting to have leaderboards for all of the age groups so people can see where they stand and give the younger athletes something to shoot for as they age up. You know, and, um, when my dad was really active working out at the gym all the time, he had that same um, like thought. And, and I think he even wrote to them and he wrote to be on the whiteboard um, because he was wanting to be, you know, measured against people in his age bracket for sure so 
Carolyn Prevo said, invite our Canadian legend, Susan Clark, uh, six-time champ. I want to hear her story. We got to interview her after the games, and that interview is up on our YouTube channel now. Uh, we got her right as she came off the floor from the award ceremony. Um, what an amazing human being she is. Uh, she sat and chatted with us um, well more than the interview you're going to see on, on YouTube. But yeah, I would love to have Susan on. For sure, we will reach out to her. And I don't I think is is Judy poking the bear at Carolyn? I think so. I'll say it. I owe. Um, I think when we had Paige Semenz on, who was a Buckeye. Yep. Um, she said that Carolyn pretty much trounced them every year they played hockey in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. That Carolyn's team well, Carolyn won like national championships, two, three. National championships when she was at Wisconsin. I'm sure she'll correct me. I know. I know it was multiple. So. Um, uh, <laughs> I did it for you. <laughs> I won't reply to Judy. Yeah, I have to. So, Carolyn, I have to live with that 24/7, living in this city and not being a Buckeye fan, and everybody doing that crap all the time. Um, so, so how many national championships was it, Carolyn? And anyway, that's our show. And then the two dudes, I didn't mention that two dudes, uh, two time and one finalist to the Gophers. All right. Well, anyways, now. Keep it coming, guys. Keep it coming. I'm going. I, I do have to go because I got people showing up here for me to coach. So, All right. Yeah, and then the last thing I didn't mention was the two dudes is this Wednesday at 2 p.m., right, Charlie? And that is the countdown of the Arnold movies. And I'm trying to get through the Arnold documentary just so we can kind of talk about that too. Um, and then we'll give you our recommendations from streaming over the weekend. With that... Ohio State did get them one year. That that's kind of a backhanded compliment. It's fine. It's fine. And I love it. With that, guys, uh, we will catch you next time on the Clydesdale Media Roundtable. You guys are all the best. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.